As we know, it has been a successful meet in the pool at the World Aquatic Championships. Gaz and Graeme Carroll, legendary swim coaches, on the line right now to discuss it all. Morning, Graeme. Good morning. How are you all? We're in fine fettle this morning. Uh, well, let's start with Molly O'Callaghan. What a superstar. She said, it's weird, and it kind of is, isn't it, to be the first woman to sweep the 100 and 200 metre freestyle titles at a World Champs? Absolutely. Like, an unbelievable result for her in, the, in those two races. And you know, she's backed up another two gold medals from the relay events in those events, the 4x100 free and the 4x2. If we go back to our future past champions, you know, there wasn't a World Championships around when Shane Gould was swimming. But she would have done that type of events, 100, 200, 400, and 800 freestyle, because there was no 1,500 for women back then, and then also the 200 medley. So if you go back to Shane Gould as being our past superstar before and after Dawn Fraser, she's our next superstar, way in advance of uh, Emma McKean. I know everyone says Emma McKean's our greatest. This girl is going to be potentially better. Yeah, great. Gary Birkinshaw, mate, thanks very much for, for joining us here on Sundays on the Coast. And it's very unusual that you would see... Or probably how good it is that Molly O'Callaghan that, that would overshadow the, the performance of Ariane Titmus in the 400 metres beating Katie Ledecky and, and Susan McIntosh. And not only did she beat them, she absolutely smashed them, breaking the world record. Yeah, and I got an outstanding swim by, by Ariana Titmus in that 200, other 400, I should say. Um, she was up against the world record holder in Summer McIntosh, who did that like eight weeks ago. Then you had our trials where she tried to break it but didn't do it. And then you had the American trials a week and a half later after us. So if you look at the timing of these girls leading this event, Australia seemed to have got their timing right leading into this major event. Now, um, you've got Ariana doing 200, 400, and she could probably do a great 800 as well. Then you've got uh, Molly doing 100, 200, would probably do a great 400. To have those two go head-to-head in a 400 would be an outstanding swim. But they come out of the same swim program. They train with Dean Boxall. Yeah. Now, Dean... 10 swimmers on the team, all of them have just about won medals. He's carrying Australia. And at the moment on the medal tally, we're coming second behind China. But if you take out the diving where they won all of their medals, mm. we're leading the world in swimming with 12 medals, 12 gold medals. It's unbelievable. I think all of us have fingers crossed that maybe they're not peaking too soon as we look ahead to, to the Paris Games. You mentioned there Molly, what a star. Ariane, of course, and that was such a statement swim, wasn't it? You know, she lost the world record to, to Summer McIntosh. That's almost the meat of the next Olympic Games, the women's 400. But another one that should be mentioned, she had a DQ, but Kaylee McEwen, her second goal in Fukuoka. Oh, yeah, outstanding. She's going to do a clean sweep, I hope. Yeah. Uh, like the Chinese Kui Wong you do in the breaststroke. Um, she won the 50, she's won the 100. She's got the 200 tonight. Uh, if she clean sweeps that, that's the first time that's ever been done in history as well. And then you throw in there Cam McAvoy, who had semi-retired mm. three years ago. He's the fastest man in the world for the 50 freestyle. And when you look at the race, he's a clear half-body length ahead of anybody. But then you have the other Australian, Isaac. He's ranked fourth or fifth. So we're really on top of the world. And Americans, I don't know, where are they? They've won three gold medals, and that's it. So I think they'll be having a hard look at themselves. They'll be ready by Paris next year, and hopefully we're going to be equally as prepared. Yeah, great. Kyle Chalmers, 100-metre freestyle, first time he's won the World Championship to go with his Olympic gold medal. Certainly uh, certainly a great result. Yeah, great for him to turn his life around. He, he, he took so much time out, but didn't race in some events through uh, mental depression or something that was going on in his life, and no one knew what, what was going on with him. But he's realigned himself up with the world, and he's focused on doing the 100 free as fast as 
he can. And I think by time we get to next year's Olympics, he's going to win that and possibly break the world record. But um, if you can see him now, he's happy, he's jovial, he's, he's enjoying the swim meet as much as possible. And uh, he loves being in the relays with all his mates. Yeah, just on Kyle, I know he had a few shoulder concerns. He wanted to dabble in, in the butterfly. Uh, what's the latest there, uh, Graham? Is he looking at shelving that and, and refocusing on, on the free? I think what he wants to do is regain that 100 freestyle gold medal yeah. and at the Olympic Games. And to do that, he could swim the butterfly and he's not going to win the 100 butterfly. And I think he wants to look at himself as being an immortal in the world of swimming. And that would come to winning the 100 freestyle twice. And, and even though he had a gap year there, basically, well, not winning it, but winning that twice is far better than being a place getter in a hundred butterfly. Yeah. I think you'll find he'll drop out of that and he'll focus on that hundred free, the four by hundred free relay, and the four by two relay. That'll give him three goals. Then you throw in the mixed medley relay. So there's options there for him to regain it. And I've known Kyle since he was 16, and this is basically the happiest I've seen him and mentally tough at any meet I've ever seen him at. Yeah, Graves, what can you tell us about Sam Short? Won the gold in the 400-metre freestyle? Well, Sam Short, short by name, short by nature. Uh-huh. He's only like five foot eight and a half. He's not a very tall boy. But if you look at his, if you look at technique, his power-to-weight ratio is very strong. He's actually got an arm length which is longer than his height. So he's got good range of motion. And he's able to just sit on top of that water, pull hard. And uh, his training that he's been doing, because he came out of the surf originally to, as a surf swimmer, and then progressed into a program which gave him that back-end quality and endurance speed. And uh, again, here's a man who's going to win possibly the 1500. Um, he got second in the 800, and he's, he's meddling that 400 freestyle. And world-class times, way faster than Perkins or Hackett, and even uh, great Ian Thorpe. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. He has aspirations of swimming the 1500 in Paris and gets his ultimate goal. He, he cites Hackett and, and Perkins as his heroes. Is he more of a natural yeah. sort of 1500 swimmer than, say, a 400, do you think? Yeah, well, when you look at him swim, he sort of bounces along. He's got this one strong arm, one half strong arm. So it's like a, uh, a little boat going over a bit of chop. He's going from one jump to the next one jump, but he maintains his velocity through the water. And you can watch his uh, body position. It doesn't sink under. It just pops along, bang, bang, bang. So he's getting that little bit of a recovery with his non-breathing arm. So you'll find in, in the course of the next two years, his ability to hold his pace, which is what he's got now, that good pace that he sits at it at uh, 27 seconds, he'll be turning that over. And um, watch this space for him for the 1500 freestyle for Paris, most definitely. From a Central Coast perspective, Brad Woodward making the final of the 200-metre the backstroke. Even though he finished sixth, he was disappointed with his swim, but certainly a great result to, to make his first World Championship final. Well, when you look at you look at the progression of, of Bradley over the last three or four years, he's made World Short Course, he's made Commonwealth Games, he's been medalist. This is actually his first major international swim meet. Um, his time he swam at the trials would have got him third, but again, that pressure of being in the final for the first time and being in an outside lane, not knowing what's going on with other athletes, I think he's done a great race within himself to, to get six. And you'll watch him. He will, again, progress. His 100 backstroke was quite good. And um, I think we'll see him uh, progressing in his 200 backstroke further and further. I think his target time will be close to what the winner did. I think 152-153 has to be the ultimate goal time for, uh, for the next Olympics. Gray, just looking at the 4 by 200 and what a powerhouse relay team that is. Uh, Molly, we mentioned Ariane, we've mentioned 
uh, Brian Brussel and Shana Jack. Um, how have you seen her form since her return to the pool after the ban? Well, after after what she went through, where she was, you know, so demised, and we saw her on TV crying and standing up for herself and saying, "I didn't do it. I haven't done this," and so on. Now to come through, she's on on the highest pedestal that she can get to with this team of women, and obviously Dean Boxall, her coach, around her. Well, those four swimmers are all in the same swimming club at St Peter's Western. So you have a club team holding the World Championship gold medal and the world record. So every day you go to training, you're not going there to train uh, against your enemies, you're training with your best friends, yeah. and they're also in your team, and you want to beat them. So that progresses the, the, the ability of a team of girls to go forward. And you'll watch that space again. They will include other girls who were the reserve swimmers to take that world record another two to three seconds faster. Could you move like Dean Box or Graham in your day? Oh, I used to be like that when I was younger, <laughs> but uh, I've, I've calmed down a little bit. Now, two hit replacements later, you like to sit down and watch and enjoy it rather than run up and down and think you're a pro wrestler. Yeah, that's a fair point. Mate, thank you for your input on the program this morning. It's been a stunning meet for the Australians, and hopefully that form continues looking ahead to the Paris Games next year. Good on you, Graham. Thanks, guys.